Welcome to episode 50 of Everything Sports with Daman and Evan. I'm your host, Daman at Carney. Evan is out today, but we still talk about the hottest topics in sports of the course the past week. And before I get into what we're, I'm going to talk about in today's episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to you guys listening to my podcast for 50 episodes. I started this at the beginning of 2021, literally. I think January 3rd, I want to say, is when I post my first episode. And 50 episodes in, man. And here's to another 50, 100, 200. It's going to keep going. And it's going to be great. But today is just going to be breaking down the NBA seedings for the NBA playoffs. Yes, it's finally here after this extremely entertaining NBA regular season. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. But remember, we post at the start of the week on Monday and at the end of the week on Friday. So let's start in the Eastern Conference. This isn't going to be my predictions for the entire NBA playoffs. That'll be either on a live stream with Evan or just a whole separate longer episode. I still haven't decided yet, but these aren't the predictions. Other than I will make my playing tournament predictions. So. We'll first start in the East, give a team-by-team breakdown. Miami Heat, I feel like at the start of the season, the first, you could have had five teams play for that number one seed. Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, or Brooklyn. Chicago did fall off a bit to the sixth seed, but I still consider them an elite team. And they're a sleeper team. I didn't have my podcast during the NBA bubble. But if I were to show you my bracket from back then, I called Miami going to the finals. So don't sleep on Chicago. Potentially upsetting Milwaukee. Because you got to remember, Caruso was out, Ball was out. It's the same thing with Cleveland. They were a top four seed. And then... The last month or so, injuries plagued them. Like their injury luck has been horrible towards the end of the season. I hope they can get it back because if it wasn't for injuries, they wouldn't be sitting here in the playing tournament. And I just feel for them. I want them, I'd want them to just make the playoffs because they deserve it. Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, even Kevin Love has been honestly having a resurgent season. I believe he played 15 minutes and got 32 points in 15 minutes, something crazy like that. So the Cavs have had a resurgent season. But anyways, Miami gets the one seed. Jimmy Butler, Udonis Haslam, Eric Spolstra had that heated argument after trailing to the Warriors, ended up losing that game without, obviously, Steph and other guys. But that's just the nature of their team, and it's no surprise they're number one. I feel like they were so close to being my pick for number one. I forget who I had number one, but I'm honestly not surprised Miami's number one. But Celtics as the two seed. They were the 11th seed early in the season, guys. The 11th seed. They were underwhelming. Everyone was saying they should split up Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. 
people thought Brown was going to be traded at the deadline. But no, they stuck to it. Robert Williams, that's a big loss for Boston, especially if they face Brooklyn in that first round. And let's face it, Milwaukee rested their starters to avoid Brooklyn. There's just no other way. I think everyone caught them in the act. But Boston, with that league-leading defense, Robert Williams, who does deserve a nice contract with how he's been playing, that's a big loss for them. If they face Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn's going to beat Boston. I really do. Especially if Robert Williams misses the entire first round. They do have the centers. Like Getting Thice back to Boston was a good move. Al Horford is still going strong. So they still have centers. I'd still pick them to win in round one. But it's not going to be smooth sailing against Brooklyn or Cleveland. So, I mean, Milwaukee, they're the three seed. They're top. They're always a top team in the East. Philly with James Harden. James Harden has got to figure it out, man. Because everyone was so shocked by this move on deadline day. And he showed flashes that he could work well, but he has struggled, I want to say, the past two, three weeks. And with Matisse Thibel not being eligible to play in Toronto, games three and four, and then game six, if necessary, I would assume, because that's back in Toronto. I don't know if the Sixers can beat the Raptors. I'll still pick those Sixers, but that's honestly a toss-up for me, because you're losing Thibel for two games, potentially three, in a series against a really good Toronto team. And on a side note, these athletes that aren't vaccinated, what are you doing? There are very clear benefits. I know it's your choice, but there are very clear benefits to getting a full vaccine dose. Sure, you can still catch COVID. But is it likely that you will without a vaccine? Is it as likely? No, it absolutely is not. Because you not being vaccinated is putting risks on others. You're risking other people's lives just because you want to push your own personal agenda. And you say that your doctors support you. Which doctors in this world aren't vaccinated? Aren't fully vaccinated, I should say. And Matisse Dago, come on, man. Andrew Wiggins got his vaccine because he recognized the impact if he didn't. Just get it to help your team. And I don't know how you're recognizing that it's not helping yourself, but it's your choice, bro. Toronto is a surprise. Probably a team that benefited from Cleveland injuries. They're a five seed. They're a really good pesky team. They're eight and two in the last 10. Siakam's been playing well. And then Chicago Bulls have really slumped lately. Four and six. They were... They're supposed to be a really good team. Like I said, they're a sleeper team. I knew DeMar DeRozan was an amazing signing for them, by the way, as that happened. 
and people were not not like thinking of the Bulls highly because of this signing. They thought it was a bad signing and everything like that. But like, come on. You gotta see this player's potential, not even potential. Man had like that crazy streak of 35 plus point games. And I feel like he's just so underrated now. He's rightfully an all-star starter. And I'd go as far to say as he's a Hall of Famer, to be honest, because that's what he is. So many people underrate him and he just put the whole league, he put everyone on notice. And honestly, it's not a surprise to me. It really, really isn't. Because his success in Chicago, I knew about. So that brings us to the playing. The Brooklyn Nets versus Cleveland Cavaliers. My heart says Cleveland, but in a single elimination game against Kyrie and KD, knowing that their back's against the wall. I'm going Brooklyn, and then Atlanta, Charlotte. I'm going Atlanta. Charlotte's defense has been so inconsistent. They added Montrez Hero, but I'm going Atlanta, and then I think Cleveland beats Atlanta. I still think they'll sneak into the playoffs as the eighth seed. So Brooklyn will get seven, and Cleveland will get eight. And now the West. But Phoenix Suns at 64 and 18. I feel like it was no surprise there. It was between them and Golden State. But the two seed, the Memphis Grizzlies, everyone thought they were pretenders early in the season. But without John Morant, they put the NBA and again the NBA fans on notice. John Morant, an MVP candidate, most improved candidate, even though my most improved player is Jordan Poole, because Look at his impact on the floor. He had a streak of 20-plus point games. And it's most improved. Like, Draymond described the most improved player award the best, I feel like. So go listen to him. And then I definitely think it's Jordan Poole's most improved. But the Warriors faltered after the All-Star break with Curry's slump. The team went on a slump with Draymond out. They had a five-game losing streak at one point, I want to say four or five, but they ended the season on a five-game winning streak, which is great news for them. But they finished the season three games behind Memphis for that two-city then. With Denver as the sixth seed, with Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray potentially returning for the playoffs? This is not your normal Denver sixth seed. Ooh, Nuggets, Jamal Murray, and Porter unlikely to return to any playoffs. So I think that the Denver Nuggets will be eliminated by the Warriors. But again, Warriors have shown they're so vulnerable at times. And they're 12 and 4 in their division. That's actually the best in their division. So if it comes to facing Phoenix, we'll see. Memphis has absolutely owned Golden State Warriors in the past couple seasons as well. So we'll see what happens with that. And Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic's technical foul rightfully was rescinded, but 
I know they're trying to compete with Golden State Warriors for that three seed. But honestly, you'd rather play Utah than Denver, I feel like. And they played Luka. He got hurt. And his status for game one is up in the air. And it comes down to a game in the playoffs. Denver Nokic. Denver Nokic. Wow. Denver Nuggets. Nikola Jokic, an MVP candidate. Joel Embiid's my MVP. I just want to tell you right now. When an award episode comes out, Joel Embiid is my MVP. Hands down. Man got a scoring title. First center. First big man since Shaq. There's just no way he shouldn't win MVP. He has to win MVP. I understand Jokic's MVP, but I personally, personally would pick Joel Embiid. And that being said, I think the Warriors will beat the Nuggets. Like you gotta understand, Steph, Draymond, and Clay were out at some points in the season. Denver beat the Warriors three times out of four. I want to say most of those games were without Clay or Draymond. So with the fully healthy Warriors team. Steph might not be available for game one. We'll see what happens there. But even then, the Warriors, I feel like, will definitely pull it out because in terms of injuries and their backs against the wall, Curry has proved and the Warriors have proved and they're not going to back down. And Kevin Durant was out in that Houston series. They still pulled it together. They still won. Everyone talks about in 2018, if Chris Paul wasn't hurt, they would have beat the Warriors. The whole sports world is based on ifs, but you got to recognize the Rockets had their shot with Kevin Durant injured, with James Harden and Chris Paul playing, and nobody's recognizing that. That's a valid point. If Chris Paul was healthy in that 2018, I say the Warriors still beat him. They were doing well, but can you predict the Rockets missing 27 straight threes? 27 straight threes. Would it have mattered if Chris Paul was playing or not? Missing 27 straight threes is absolutely absurd. You can't predict that. But then when Kevin Durant goes down, the Warriors have a 3 2 lead. This is your shot, Houston. This is your shot to get over the hump and beat this Golden State Warriors team that you can never manage to beat. This is your shot, and you didn't go for it. And you paid the price because you ended up getting eliminated. My point is, people talk about Chris Paul being out. What happens if he was in? Don't ignore the fact that Kevin Durant was not playing in 2019. Because of his Achilles injury. So don't ignore that. Because the sports world, again, is filled with a lot of this, a lot of opinions. And that's my opinion. It's really unfair to say that the Warriors would have lost in 2018. I mean, as a Warriors fan, I'm not even being a, I'm not even being biased here. You can't say that the Warriors would have lost to Houston in 2018. And ignore the fact that the following year, with the Chris Paul and the Kevin Durant out, 
they didn't beat Golden State. Like, I don't think you can do that. But the Western Conference, seventh seed, props to Minnesota, man. Props to Minnesota because I've been a Carl Anthony Town supporter for a while now. I'm so happy that he's gotten that 60-point game and – Anthony Edwards is a borderline most improved player candidate, too. He's got a real bright future ahead of him. Chris Finch just got that extension. And I'm so happy for the Timberwolves. I love Carl Anthony Townsend. I think they beat the Clippers. The Clippers did a great job without Paul George for the majority of the season and obviously without Kawhi. But I feel like if Clippers get seven, then Memphis advances, and I might actually pick Minnesota to beat Memphis. I'm telling you that now. I know Johnson MVP and Memphis has this great team in Albert. They've only experienced the playoffs one year, and now with fans and everything, with an increased pressure, I know John Morant, and I know this team won't fold, but I don't know. I just have faith in Minnesota. I really do. And then the 9-10, New Orleans, San Antonio. Zion Williamson has to figure things out because the New Orleans Pelicans are a real good team with CJ, Zion, and Brandon Ingram. So now, with this team, with this Pelicans team, you, oh my God. This Pelicans team is not a nine seed with Zion, with CJ, with Brandon Ingram. So, Zion, your health is most important. So, please get that in shape for the betterment of your team, for the sake of your team, for the sake of yourself first, but for the sake of your team. I think... I think the Clippers will be the eight seed. Uh, the Clippers for sure will be the eight seed. I mean, you'll see my predictions in a later episode, later live stream before the NBA playoffs. So, I mean, that's it. That's all I got. Just NBA playoffs, NBA play-in tournament starts tomorrow. I believe it's... The Brooklyn Nets and Cleveland Cavaliers, if I'm not mistaken. And then, yep, Clippers, Timberwolves, Cavaliers, Nets tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, Hornets, Hawks, Spurs, Pelicans. I'm really excited tomorrow. I hope Cleveland wins. I really want them in the playoffs. But without further ado, thanks for tuning in to episode 50, this milestone episode. I, again, I really appreciate you listening listening for listening to my episodes and listening to me now recently evan and i but mostly me i i i really appreciate you guys for coming on this journey with me and it's going to continue don't stop here the grind continues so make sure to listen to tune into my episodes at the start of the week on monday and at the end of the week on friday have a great week see you friday